are part of a balanced breakfast and proud members of the GKO Puppet. This is the Generic Live Show. I'm so glad that we got the name clearly in that in that bumper there. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you. We're doing it for Geek.io, whether you're listening to us live or on your hard drive. This is a very special week because we are joined once again live in the Generic Live Show Great Living Emporium by Maddie Benedetti. Hello. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for having me. My back. gosh, it has been... Over a year. Over a year. I mentioned in the pre-show. Yeah. It's been over a year. Over a year. Which Boy. is crazy because yeah. it feels like a long time ago and it doesn't. The year has just gone very quickly. I think it has, and I think yeah. I, I I I I talked about that. I don't know if I talked about that on this show or the show I was on. Like it's it came around really quickly where I was like, I haven't had a guest on. This whole year. Really? That it doesn't seem right to me, but oh. looking looking back upon it, it's like I need to have Maddie back on the show. <laughs> oh, I'm honored. I'm honored. I love being on the show. So th- th- thank you for coming back. Thank you for, for gracing this fine show. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a good thing. Well, any any time. So I, I know it's been a long time. Yes. But cast your memory back to Insert day, insert month, 2016. Yes. Since when you were last on this show. Yeah. Uh, what was the what was the what was the what was the story that we led off the main segment with? I believe it was the plebiscite. <gasps> no. I think you're right. Oh. Yeah, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, it was the it was the same sex marriage plebiscite, mm. and a year later. And a year later, we're still still, <laughs> still talking, talking about, about marriage equality. equality. Yes. <laughs> so fun for audio listeners. Maddie and I just let each other. Are we doing the repeat the word thing? Are we doing the repeat the word thing? We're doing the repeat yeah, the we word did it. thing. We 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 crushed it. We nailed it. Yes. Uh, so we are still talking about marriage equality in Australia. Yeah. I I. I believe we're further down the road now than what we were this time 12 months ago. Yeah, I think out the whatever outcome that we get will hopefully be... Well, the best outcome is that everyone votes yes, or we have enough yeses. But a majority of a yeses. A majority of yeses. Sure. But at least we're getting to this point. Because I feel yeah. like 12 months ago, we weren't even this far along. I think the, because I think the plebiscite back then, this is where I'm legitimately, the gears are turning, I think it was a, it was a concept back then. Yeah. And I think we, we are at the design stage whether, but here's, here's what I wanted to ask you, I've been wanting to ask this question for ages. Excellent. Ages, I've been holding this bag and we talk all the time. Oh, we do. Uh, we do. Uh, that's what friends are for. Exactly. And a whole lot more. <laughs> Wait. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that rhymes. <laughs> Did you not intend for it to rhyme? Oh, Dale. You're a poet. Oh, you didn't even know I, it. I did know it. Actually, I didn't know it because I was into it. Anyway. Anyway. So the thing is, I think which 
is the better solution for you, Maddie Benedetti, sitting on this couch in my house, Mm -hmm. in my house, Mm -hmm. is a plebiscite where people vote, uh, going into what I would assume are Australian Electoral Commission run booths at primary schools across the nation, or a same-sex marriage survey run by the ABS, who, which I brought up on this very program, were the res- primarily responsible for the census stuff around of 2016. Yes, well, <clears throat> that is a hard question to, to answer. Yeah. In, in for, because... It is I a... Think... Sorry, it, it is a multi-layered question to yeah. me. Like, it's... What, what, what would have you... I suppose what I'm asking is, which one would you have rathered? Probably, I feel like, uh, you know... Because it's not, it's not an ideal solution for anyone, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. that's not, you know, we, you and I are on the same page of much want, rather a, we'll see, I'm putting words in your mouth and tell me if they don't fit. Uh, you would much rather the, the government vote to pass an amendment to the bill that would allow I, I feel a marriage like, equality. Yeah, I feel like that is the most sensible way mm. to go about it, if sensible is even the right word to use for something like this. Sure. For lack of a better term. Yeah, and I think I think I landed on the fence on that episode of not really caring how the objective, and I think I, I said this, and I'm interested to get your reaction on this, was... I said on the show when the survey concept came up was I think we're losing track of the what and we're more now focusing on the how. Yeah, I feel I, feel, I definitely mm. agree. I feel like we're probably losing a lot of that and what result. Mm. <clears throat> Pardon me. Sure. Um, I mean, it's so hard for me personally to see past the fact that this is even still something that we have to talk about. Yeah. You know, I'd like to consider Australia quite ahead and Mm -hmm. liberal and, you know, equal for all people. Yeah. And the fact that we aren't, the fact that America (laughs) has marriage equality in every country well, sorry, in every state. <laughs> My mistake, in every state. America has marriage <laughs> equality in every, every every country of America. Yes, in every state. Yeah. But we don't in Australia. It's a little infuriating. It's a little... Hmm. Infuriating wouldn't be the word. It's a little... Disheartening in a way. Yeah. Whereas, I think, whilst American... And Australia are very good allies, and you know they're they're. It's very simple to do business with America, do you know, and have leisure with America. We are very rivalrous when it comes to us and America, e.g., gun protections as well. Like we were, that the that I know it wasn't the primary reason of the the gun. Amnesty laws, are, of course, reverting that back in 2017. But I think the whole point of Australia not having uh, had the no guns policy was look at Australia, they have no guns. Yeah. That's, and that's over to America, who, like, Second Amendment, yeah. people are going mental. Yeah. 
But I feel like after Australia did that, it became that Australia kind of became a role model for other countries is to sort of go, well, look at that. They're, they're making their people safer. They're doing something that benefits all people. Yeah. Let's take a page out of their book. Absolutely. I feel like the marriage equality uh, discussion is the same. We should be looking at countries who have marriage equality for all their people mm-hmm. and look. At, we should be looking at that and going, well, obviously... All, all Australians should have marriage equality. Let's yeah. let's try and be at the same standard yeah. as as these other countries. That's yeah, that's very well said. Well done. Um, no, <laughs> I, I get what you mean, and yeah, you know, we have this article, and we've got this over our two main lead-in stories for the hours. But I think this story is—it's it, been a weird timing on all of this. Being this, let's have this plebiscite concept, which was very breaking news at the time. Yeah. Because I think the, I think it was introduced on a Sunday, or around that weekend. Yeah. You know, of of you coming on this show yeah, because it I think was very we had to move things close. around <laughs> because of that, and now in this last month with the whole talks of this. Survey run by the ABS. It's very, it's a very different conversation that we're having now than what we were back last year. Definitely. But I, I'm interested to see how the postal vote plays out, as well. That bit. only because it'll give an interesting insight into that. What this is this Australians is, want. This which, is the thing, though, and I know the plebiscite isn't. It, it was non-binding, but I think a postal survey is less binding. Probably. <laughs> it seems a little like, hey, we're just going to sort of send these out to you. Yeah. Tick a box. And when I say, yeah, when I say... First word that comes to mind when I say survey... Um, that isn't survey. Okay, I realise this whole sentence is ridiculous. <laughs> but... What's the what's the first idea you think of when you see when you think of survey? It's it's someone asking for feedback. Yeah. I guess, which is probably a good thing for the government, but the government's not doing any surveys anyway. No, and <laughs> I, I I do feel like um, a lot of individuals who will have a say in marriage equality are, are wanting the postal vote to come back with a resounding with and with a resounding amount of no's. That's true. Yeah. And a big part of me feels like that's why they're doing it. So they not and I'm not saying every mm. person in government obviously is against marriage equality, yeah. but the the ones who are against it are obviously a little louder about it and, and we tend to focus on the negative more than the positive. Mm. And I feel like maybe they're just really eager to to sort of see if Australians are gonna vote no. On the flip side of that, though, they will also get the survey. That is a good point. So, and... I feel like they've already got these established outlets of... Alright, so here... You know, here's my survey. Bloop, bloop, bloop. It's paper, but I don't know why I'm doing computer <laughs> noises. But, you know, it's... I'm, I'm going to tick no, and I'm going to put this big thing on, on, on Facebook. You know, that coming from the politician's point of view. Yeah. Uh, by BT Dubs. Should have said that first. Uh, rearrange this in pre- no, in post production. Nah, never mind. But so 
my point is, I feel like a lot of more people have a platform on the no side than what they do on the yes side. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, hey, we have an article. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I, I knew this, this first segment was going to go deep down into this well of, well, here we are yet again. Yeah. You're back on the show and it's a little we're still upsetting here. upsetting that we're still talking about this a year later. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's, and, but I think the conversation we were having a year ago was less, again, less of the how and more of the what. Yeah. So, which the plebiscite, ooh, devil's advocate here though. If that plebiscite happened, where we where would we have where would we have been today? We would have been down two paths though. Yeah. And it's it's hard to sort of imagine yeah. which way it would have gone. Hmm. Which way do you think it's gonna go? I have. <laughs> oh, pioneering journalism, Dale Campbell. I have girls, Maddie. You know, as cheesy as it sounds, I sure. have hope in my heart that mm. a lot of Australians will vote yes, because yeah. when you get really down to it, the majority of people that I know or that I have ever met mm. have have wanted this. Yeah, I have so many close friends and people who I love yeah. whose lives would be changed for the better yeah. if, if marriage equality happened yeah. and I want them to live their full life I love them I want them to be happy and and they, everyone deserves love and everyone deserves to experience love yeah so as corny as that is <laughs> uh, on I a very special episode of yeah <laughs> I have hope in my heart yeah how about you no that's very fair I, I'm I'm on the yes coin for completely different, different, on completely different reasons uh, than the obvious one that comes to mind when you think of me saying yes for marriage equality. I think a lot of opinions have changed uh, over the years. This was this actually came up at at dinner on Thursday night with my parents and my dad, my stepmom, and my grandparents are visiting at the moment from, from country Queensland and they're hmm, whether I say this out on the internet or that's a whole other story but uh, we had a conversation about okay how are we going to shape our votes when we go and I went okay Captain Obvious is Captain Obvious that's what I said yeah. um, but my grandparents made a very good point they almost said it spontaneous with each other which they've been married for you know nearly 40 years and they're still doing this and they're like well you know there is a glimmer of hope that you know not only will it make my 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 grandson you know be happy for the rest you know of his life Mm. you know if you know he decides to get married which they brought up a good point is no one's forced to get married in this country. Exactly. So even marriage between a man and a woman is still a choice in this co- in this particular country. I know that's not the case yeah. in all countries that, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot that. I forgot that. 
that we're broadcasting. I forgot that I need to keep an eye on chat rooms <laughs> during all of this. But oh, the radio circle. Hello, radio circle. Just started broadcasting. Got any tips? Well, we'll check you out uh, in the uh, in the after show, in the post show. But the point was, you know, marriage being a choice in this country is a very good point that I haven't even considered it in covering this story. Mm. So. I think what I always say to people is if you don't believe in gay marriage don't get gay married. You know. <laughs> that <laughs> mm. <laughs> We're digging down this well. We'll get to the article well, next hour. Know, when, when people say no uh, when people don't say they don't believe in gay marriage I just think that it it doesn't really affect their lives at all. No. It'll, it'll affect, you know, um, g- people in Australia who are gay. And that's all that matters. That, that is know, all that matters. It's not like voting yes for marriage equality is going to mean that all the heterosexual Australians' lives are going to be no. changed forever. <laughs> you know, the straight men don't have to go and marry men and the straight women don't have to go and marry women. Yeah. If, you know, if they so choose to, then... That's yeah, their thing, that's, yeah. That's their choice, yeah. but... Yeah. I mean, it's... I think that that's a good... That's a very good point. Like, I hadn't... Had, I hadn't thought about the marriage being a choice in this country yeah. as well. But, and I, and I piped up and went, well... You tell that to people that are conservative of nature and see how that works out for you. Yeah. But it's interesting where the the marriage equality movement per se will go next because what will happen in countries where marriage is not a choice yeah would be interesting just to see yeah you never know what kind of domino effect one thing will have on the rest of the world either and will and will marriage equality Will marriage equality in their country mean that marriage will be a choice? Not necessarily. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Hope. I mean, that's that's the dream, right? We can all we can all dream for the best case scenario, but oh, yeah. you know, it's you know, wh- hmm. Will equal marriage mean everything around the world? It'd be interesting to have done that research before I said that question, but you know, yeah. Maybe one day, who knows? Yeah. It's like I said, we don't, if, if marriage equality uh, became a, a thing in Australia, we don't know what kind of effect that'll have on other countries. Yeah. Hopefully for the good. And yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of domino effects. Anyway, we're, whew, got heavy in here. Yeah, it's a heavy, it's a heavy it's a, it's topic. It's a heavy topic and we can, topic. you know, we we've dug this up on this show you know because you're returning oh, yes. the first returning guest on the Jack Live show after how long uh, and with me doing the show I meant not yeah yep. uh, <laughs> but and we'll talk about this and, the, and another element of this in the second hour of the program where there are more people now enrolled with the Australian Electoral Commission because you have to have been to being able to get sent the survey because yeah. that's basically Mm. the Australian Electoral Commission can't be involved with the survey because then it would be actually technically a pl- postal plebiscite. Yeah. 
not a survey, but there are more people enrolled than ever before that are of the demographic of the yes vote. Measuring that's a bit Hopefully. hard. Hopefully. I mean, that's that's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Sure. I mean, maybe all these people who, who want to vote are going to vote no, and they're like, I want to enrol to vote so I can vote no, and hope. but hopefully more of them are, I'm enrolled to vote so I can vote yes. Yeah, know. I mean, you, didn't, you, you do never know, because it's kind of like, well, how do you, yeah. how? I mean, we'll talk about this next hour, but how, how does one measure if they are on the yes or the no side? It's, it's, that's. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, yeah, get, there. we'll, get, we'll there. get there. We'll get there. As we continue here on the Generic Live Show with Dale Campbell and special guest Maddie Benedetti, for joining me live in studio in the Great Living Emporium. As we continue, well, there's been a horrific hurricane. Yeah, no, we're going to from equal marriage in Australia to hurricanes in Texas. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Just, just the way we like it. Yes. Mixing things up here on the Generic Live Show. Thanks for joining us. We're doing it for Geekio. As we continue. Here on a Sunday, it's Dale and Maddie. It's 9.22. Hold on tight. This is the Generic Live Show. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday with Dale Campbell. Thanks for joining us. If you've noticed something different, like in audio quality, it's because I'm doing the audio a little bit different. Oh, no, Maddie Benedetti is here with us. Hello, Maddie. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. What a good first second that was. I enjoyed it. I feel like that that was a good icebreaker. Yes. (laughs) Marriage equality is always a good icebreaker for any conversation. I know, right? Yeah. So them gays, right? Them, them gays. How about man? <laughs> uh, but we go from breaking ice to breaking more ice. Huh. <laughs> oh. Tell me more. Funny how that works. So Hurricane Harvey is wreaking havoc on Texas. You know where Texas is, right? I do know where Texas is. It's down the bottom, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Sounds good, she says. It's in America. It's in America. With all those countries. <laughs> yeah. I'm not letting that one go. No, you know no. I'm going to grab onto yeah. different things you say. Yeah. Uh, so this, this swirling and soaked Houston metro area and other deluged towns in southeast Texas braced for devastating floods and plummeting rainfall on Sunday as Tropical Storm Harvey stalled over the land and drenched, dodged searches and anxious residents. Okay, okay, could like the ad there, don't they? <laughs> A flash flood emergency was in effect for parts of the Houston area. National Weather Service and other local officials are advising Houston area residents to avoid traveling. Three to four inches of rainfall were reported in the region in one hour's time. First responders investigated to the report of a woman swept away in her vehicle by flood waters. The warning simply said, stay put. Yeah, you think you wouldn't have to actually tell people that. Oh, you and I have... uh, You and I have lived up here long enough to know that that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I don't don't know if Texas gets a lot of um, hurricanes or or heavy rainfall, Mm. but 
um, in, in this great town <laughs> that, where we live in, um, you know, in tropical regions in Australia like this one, um, I mean, 80% of the year is intense rainfall. <laughs> yeah, it is very intense too. That yeah. There are days where you cannot go outside. You can't even see five feet in front of you because the, the rain is just so wide and heavy. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of a known fact here that you just you just don't tr- travel in, in in floodwaters or while it's raining. Yeah. And I think mm, the people... Like, we had... What cyclone was it? I think it was cyclone... Wasn't cyclone Yasni? Someone died? No, it wasn't. It was cyclone... Larry. Larry. Yeah. Someone died, but it was unrelated. It was deemed unrelated. Was... I feel like it was either Larry or Yasi. Someone yeah. tra- really horribly and tragically died um, by being crushed by a, a cement wall or a brick wall. Oh, I hadn't heard about that one. I was referring to the the smart gentleman who uh, decided to turn on their generator in a laundry. That was the... <laughs> whoever... Very tragically, I, I, very tragic. I, I, no, it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing, but due to it's not. The, the, the cement wall falling, I feel like yeah. that and that gentleman will happen at the same in the same area cyclone season. Yeah, yeah. because they were very. I do remember that. that was, yeah. yeah, that was a long time ago. That was that was tragic. Yeah, I mean, but we've lived through cyclones. I mean, nothing. Not, they're, they're terrible weather events, too. Yeah, especially, yeah. I mean, here, because we, we have such a huge emphasis on agriculture. Yeah. You know, my family's are, are, are farmers. Yeah. And it's, you know, when a huge storm like that hits, it's, I mean, if we get enough rain, the, the cane just is flattened out yeah. by a couple of days of rain, let alone torrential winds. And this is not me poking fun at where you live, even though that's, hilar- that's hilarious <laughs> to do, and I can do a whole hour oh, yeah, of that. Yeah. But you do live in a in a more rural area of, yeah. of, of this region where people live and die by cane farms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's such a huge... Especially um, where I grew up a little further out, it's how people make their livelihood. It's such a huge part of of people's lives yeah. and that's what that, that that small town has I mean the, the sugar mill is there you know this whole town has based itself around um around that that industry around cane farming yeah um and you know just like all over Australia our farmers who grow our, our fruits and veggies yeah um and, and then these horrible cyclones come through and it just it just destroys them and then that's it's farming is such a hard <laughs> profession such a hard thing to do and it's a hard thing it takes time yeah and it's a hard thing to maintain yeah so once you've maintained your crop whatever that may be up into a selling point once that gets taken away from you it's just like a whole rebirth yeah absolutely um and we've got more rapid fire information here uh from cnn about this hurricane Riding 
hang on there saying, go away, Harvey, and uh, some of those other boards. You can't really make them out on camera, but I walked down there a little while ago, and uh, the, the, the owner uh, apparently had written every single hurricane that they've been through on one of those uh, pieces of, of plywood that they used to secure their house, uh, just giving the indication that this community, it's not the first time that they've seen something like this. At least 200 people, from what I'm told, are in a local shelter here. But the real emphasis, though, according to the sheriff, Bill Mills, is the concern about finding bodies in these homes. There was a very ominous and dire warning given uh, by the local leadership last night, asking local residents who did decide to wait out this storm to write their social security number on their forearm and their names in case local officials had to recover those bodies. Those local officials are going door by door right now, and they're asking for all the help they can get throughout the state. Uh, so, yeah, CNN there with uh, more information on this Hurricane Harvey in Texas. Now, I I understand the staying put argument, and I know we have to take a break, but I think, I know, I understand the staying put argument, but it's a tough call, particularly when it comes to, to major storms like that. And of course, you know, well wishes for, for everyone involved in Texas. I know a few people that listen to the show and the network are in Texas, so please do stay safe out there. Yes. Definitely. Mm -hmm. As we continue here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday, well, work is a fact of life. Yeah. It's a fact of life. Uh, <laughs> but you, you, you've, you've, you've got off the wrong foot at work, assumingly yes. so. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It happens. It happens. So here's what you, we've got what you need to do next. I need that. We need that in our lives. As we continue here on the Generic Live Show, here on a Sunday with Dale and very special guest Maddie joining us uh, live on your TV. Maybe. Maybe. You can watch us on the TV. It's 2017. It's 2017. You can't watch the podcast on the TV, though. There's, well, there's a bit of a disconnect. Maybe. We'll work, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. As we continue here on a Sunday, it's 9.32. Join yeah, that's that that bumper just keeps going, doesn't it? That really just keeps moving. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you, doing it for Geeko, and I'm also doing it for Maddie Benedetti, who joins us live in the studio. Excellent. Excellent. Always. Having a great time. How was that bumper? I really like it. <laughs> but. No, no, no. But. <laughs> no, no, but. I really liked it. I think you're fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. You're fabulous. Thanks, oh. thanks for being back on the show. I love being here. It's great. It's a, it's a good point. It's great. So, I left you on a hot tease, apparently. Yes. Of, as you usually do. As I usually do. Yeah. Because that's just, that's just me. Yeah. 
Uh, but apart from us talking about real life, I left you on a hot tease on this show. Yes. Re- <laughs> I'm excited. On this very podcast. So, uh, we walk into work. Right? Yes. We, 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 we both have jobs. We do. We do. I have more than one, but that's... We're functioning the members of society. Look at us! Adult. Right? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'm going to cap that out on the video. <laughs> no, that's too much effort. Someone cap that out and just send that to me and the guest high-fiving from across the road. Yeah, that'd be great. that a gift. Yeah, right. <laughs> Slow-mo. Uh, we've, we've had to find our feet at our jobs, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's a, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah. M- me, where I am, and you, where you are. Mm. How was your... F- without getting into too much... Because I don't want to back you into a corner. Mm. Did, did you make a good impression with everyone? On my first day? On your first day. Um, I was lucky that my... Um, my boss at that time mm. uh, liked me and was confident in my skills. But if I'm being real, mm. I accidentally let a kid uh, split their lip open on my first day. So, I swear I know about this story, <laughs> yeah. but it's been way too long. <laughs> yeah, kids that you're just not watching and you're distracted. And it was my first day, so yeah. I was learning, and I just let him bend down a little too far. And mm. so I don't think he ended up liking me very much. Done. Even though he did that to himself. <laughs> but you let that happen. I did. So um, I'll, I'll keep that in the back of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Did, what about you? My first day was very weird. I don't know if I left a bad impression on anyone, but I, I was very... Back in the day, uh, I was very quiet when it came to work. Like, I was very reserved when I first started at work. Same, I feel like most people are when they start. Yeah, and then you get to know people and you're very lively and then uh, stopping that sentence there before I uh, get hate mail at genericliveshow at gmail.com. Hey, you got the email in! Uh, <laughs> that meme is still a thing, by the way. We were yeah. talking, that was last time, that was a meme. Oh yeah. But that's still a meme. Selfless plug. Yes. Right? Someone has to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be me, not the guest. Uh, but <laughs> I, on my first day there, I had my orientation. That was fine. That normally takes about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. These days it takes a lot longer because now it's all online. Oh. You have to do it before you go to your first shift, which the is... Internet. Right. right. Am I right? But then the rest of my shift was me breaking down breaking down stock in our storeroom on my first day mm. I had less than donut idea yeah, about where things were <laughs> that's a lot to stick the new kid on, on stock you let's here's a pallet kid have fun mm. we've all been there <laughs> we've all been there girl am I right <laughs> uh, no it, yeah you it wasn't it wasn't great but in terms of impressions I think I left an okay impression I mean you usually do three quarters of oh. actually nine tenths of the crew that I started with aren't at that store anymore yeah we've all been there too <laughs> yeah we've all been there uh, girl preacher alright so good news yes 
I've got a, we've got a solution for you. Wonderful. Listeners. Ed. You. Maddie. We've got, got a solution. Excellent. Got a solution. Yeah. This is not a... Okay. Whew. I get really worried on this show when that sort of message comes up on the screen. Just yeah. side jag. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's, uh, it's a moment you can avoid when you meet someone you want to impress but winding up starting... Uh, starting with a glaring faux pas. Faux pas. Faux pas. Faux pas. What's a faux pas? Oh, crap. Crackers. Crackers. You can say crap. Crap. <laughs> um, a faux pas. It's like a misstep. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah, letting a kid split their lip open. <laughs> a little faux think... pas. <laughs> That's a little... <laughs> Crap's not... I, that didn't, I didn't say okay. crap when it happened. I can tell you that much. But tell me how I can fix this problem. <laughs> still hates me. That tone deaf comment to a prospective boss or spilt coffee over a customer can wreck everything. Yeah. Mm. Arguing with a customer in an aisle about an almond milk we've never arranged also can get you pulled into the office. Yeah. Turns out. The moment Andrea Copeland. Yeah. Awesome name. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? We're changing her name. I've decided. Oh, okay. That moment, Maddie Benedetti yes. showed up for her job interview at California Clothing Company. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As you do. You are dressed in a lovely, for audio listeners, a lovely uh, love heart kind of... For marriage quality. For marriage quality. And yeah. it's got red hearts. It's got white hearts. Yes. It's got blue hearts, but that's... Me on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you you turned up to your California clothing company interview. Yeah. You knew it was over. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 She had the digital marketing skills the company needed, so you had yeah. the skills. I'm good at that. You had the skills. <laughs> but the interview was wrote brain stocks and casual clothing of natural fabrics, and she showed up in heels and a black tailored suit. I I could immediately see the look on their faces thinking why is she here Miss Benedetti a career coach in Memphis Tennessee she never got a second chance you don't want to work somewhere where they're wearing Birkenstocks no no (laughs) that's not a that's not a good look Uh, it's possible to recover from a first bad impression it takes time effort and some nuanced skills Wow, this article from the Wall Street Journal is very... Stepping it up. New agey for me. I don't know. A faux pas? A faux pas. A faux pas. A faux pas. A faux pas. Au revoir, faux pas. Oh my goodness. Au revoir, faux pas. Good gracious. Golly. Oh, diddles. Is what no, I've said. Crackers. I've, I've said... Oh, we got crackers. Mm. Uh, I, I said that on the show once. I went, oh, diddles. Anyway, first impressions are very sticky, says Heidi Grant, author of No One Understands You and What to Do About It. That sounds like a book I need in my life. Mm. Uh, A book about physiological factors that shape people's interactions. Those impressions are rooted in biased thought patterns, including the primary effect, the tendency for the first few things people notice about someone to influence how they interpret information later, Dr. Grant says. Another pattern called confirmation bias causes people to only notice details that confirm what they already believe mm. which confirmation bias is can go out the front door absolutely 
Absolutely. <laughs> Me and confirmation bias do not get along. I don't. They're not good friends. No. That's my foot cracks. When Miss Copeland got off on the wrong foot with new acquaintances again a few years later. Oh, you got a, you got a fad with new with new know. acquaintances. I'm not surprised. She knew how to repair the damage, though. That's you, good. Yeah, she. I keep. To, I keep saying she, but you're. I know. You're right here. I, I can touch you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. I lost where I was up to on your story. Uh, at, at a leadership program she attended, you, you attended. attended. Yes. That she attended. I'm like a new, this is like a movie where I'm a narrator over the scene and. Yeah, you're, you're just watching me screw watching. everything up. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course I am. Yeah. Uh, we're running really late, but anyway. Uh, she says, I'm an introvert and I can be somewhat formal. Yes. That's. So cute. Yeah. Uh, but her colleagues uh, said that they felt friendlier to her after she talked to them one on one. Which is, oh, yeah. yeah. You need to, like, outside of the group setting, kind of go, here's what you need to do. Yeah. Uh, spending a lot of FaceTime with someone can repair a bad start, which that's. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, skipping down, because. Uh, Miss Gilbert, who in her mid-40s was disappointed at a recent networking event when a senior executive in his 60s assumed she was younger and lacked senior executive status. Oh! Orcs. Yes. Hashtag orcs. Um, Have you been to any networking events? Is that a thing you do? Um, Is that a thing you do? Well, um, because I... I've never really worked in an industry or studied anything that really required um, uh, networking, mm. so to speak. Because I know sure. you've been to a few. I've been to a f- <laughs> I don't think I've ever told... I don't think I can tell the story of me travelling to Colombia at the convention centre. I'll tell you that one off air. Yes. I've, have, I, I've, I may have already heard You've it. heard this. No, I don't think you have. Ooh. Actually, you might have. Mm. You may have heard it. But, yes. There was a networking event. I'll say it this much. There was a networking event that went a completely different direction. Ooh. Yeah. I'm excited. I don't, think, I don't think you've heard this story. No, because... No, I don't like I am keeping this room. Ooh, cause, cause <laughs> Maddie's lovely. Thank You're you. Lovely, Thank but, you. Yeah, judge. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> poking fun at your own blunder can ease tension. Yeah. So I, I do that a lot. Yeah. I feel like that's good if, if you make a bit of a fool of yourself as mm. well. You can sort of go, oh, well, you know, I'm a bit silly. Let's have a laugh at me. And that does yeah. sort of... Yeah. Easy back into it. Uh, if you've muffled a job interview question about your past accomplishments, follow up by spend, uh, sending work samples showing your skill. Yeah, that's good. So that's also good. Mm. Uh, offering to help the other person reach an important goal. Mm. Yeah. So. Seeming helpful. Yeah, seeming helpful. Uh, opening up and sharing details about your experience can also help others' negative views by invoking empathy. That was yeah. very convoluted sentence. Can we say can we do that again? Opening up and sharing details about your experience can help ease others' negative views by invoking empathy. 
Ah, so pers personal words. How would that work in... Mm, that can kind of work in work sense, I guess. To me, that's sort of like you're telling someone something bad that happened to you, so they'll feel bad for you. That's... How, yeah, how does that work on a positive... Which I would avoid. <laughs> yeah, but how does that work on a positive front? I guess if someone develops empathy towards you, maybe maybe the, the stuff up you made was you came across in maybe a negative way. Yeah. And I guess if someone develops empathy with you, they like, oh, maybe they're not such a horrible, horrible person. Horrible person. After all. Who so, knows? That's a uh, uh, So the man who... Uh, so, okay. Another... Last anecdote here. Uh, okay, that's apparently about work and family mailbox, which that's not this show. No. Uh, <laughs> coming soon. Coming soon. No, we're not doing any more on air jokes because, yeah, because that's how this show was born. Uh, Eric Gates interviewed a job applicant at a previous employer several years ago who made a terrible first impression by confessing that he had done a lot of prison time for dealing meth. Oh, Jiminy Christmas. That'll do it. <laughs> Really? How to not get the job 101. <laughs> tell the people that you dealt mouth and went to jail for it. Yeah. A good start. It's a great start. Which How would that even come up in conversation? If I went to prison for dealing meth, <laughs> I want to keep that a secret. Uh, maybe the interviewer said, so have you ever done prison time for dealing meth? For dealing with you to get very oddly specific yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. you know. Good tips. Hey. Mr. Gates in Austin, Texas, minister and former police officer joked with the man about having been on opposite sides of the criminal justice system. So he... Okay. I'm not assuming things in this person. No. No. That's a bad thing. Yes. I think we just had the same thought. Uh, then made a conscious decision to move beyond his initial shock and reevaluate the applicant. The man quickly showed he wasn't the criminal he'd been in a previous life. So it was redeemed. Oh, he redeemed himself. That's yeah. good. People sometimes deserve a second chance. He came prepared to answer tough questions, which is also that's that's probably the best yeah. tip is to have an not have an answer for everything, but have an enough have have enough of an opinion to weigh in on it if that makes sense yeah so uh Corden Ginter says uh, it's called self-disclosure it's about opening up to people so they feel more inclined to trust you and open up to you that's a very good point yeah that is a good that, that's a very good point but drawing that line is also another good point of where do you draw I, that line I of think yeah. Because now that um, Cornigent has explained that, it makes sense. Yeah. I guess it also depends on your personality as well. So some, some people are more inclined to evoke empathy from someone to gain their trust, mm. where others who are maybe a little more closed off might, might use the one-on-one -on -one tactic. Sure. And it really depends on the field that you work in. Yeah. Um, I know for me, working uh, with, with kids of all ages... Yeah. Um, you know, if you get off on a bad foot or if you're having a bad day with them, speaking to them one-on-one -on -one can really help to sort of patch yeah. that up and to form a closer bond. Know your audience is also a very... That's a very good point, and I think we'll end there. Know your audience if you make a bad impression, because I don't think... Uh, I don't think... 
Where was I going? Where was I going with that? Uh, I don't think that would work in my field of work either. Like treating a customer like a kid. Nah, not really. Probably not. Not a great thing. No. Uh, can you appear the chat in the live? I don't understand that question. Sorry, John Builder. I don't understand that question. Anyway, we'll deal with that in the break. Uh, as we continue here on the Genetic Club Show for a Sunday, well, brands. Yes. You gotta love them. Oh, yeah. But do you remember them? The, the logos of them? Yeah. The no, well, yeah. The logos. You know what the logos look like? Possibly. Will Possibly. I find out soon? You will find out soon as we continue. <laughs> you read ahead or something <laughs> as we continue here on the generic live show with dale campbell and special guest maddie benedetti joining us it is 9 54. we're here to give you a dose of genericness this is the generic live show Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell here with you. We're doing it for Geekio, whether you're listening to us live or on your hard drive. Thanks for joining us here on a Sunday with very special guest, Maddie Benedetti, live in studio. Yay! Special. No, no. Is that you loving that? You're loving the special part? You are a special guest. When you're not here all the time. Oh, <laughs> too soon. Hey, that candy looks good. It does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, brands. Yes. They're everywhere. Mm. They're in your life. They're in really bad rap songs. Pardon me, yes. <laughs> You're like, yeah, 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 I don't listen to rap, she says. Yes. It's not, no, it's not a thing. You're a pop girl, aren't you? Yes. Love your pop. Love some, some pop. Love you some pop. But do you do you recognise the logos of these brands that are, 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 are unanimous brand unanimous? Yeah. No, mm. that's not the word I'm looking for there. Ambi- no ambiguous brands. Possibly. Possibly. Mm. They don't have a gender. Wait, what? What? Huh? Uh, <laughs> you can you can remember if Burger King sign features a crown? Well, can you remember if the Burger Kings? Well, we don't have Burger Kings, so. No, we don't. Oh. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. Oh. So, there's 16 people can recall famous logos. So, here we go. Uh, I haven't scrolled down for video. I don't want to scroll down for video. Uh, the study done uh, by science.com, a design firm based in Salt Lake City, looked at how people. And it doesn't feature a crown. Uh, how people uh, can draw famous logos brand from memory. The firm asked 150 people in the US to draw various logos and then analyzed by the results. You can see the common mistakes. So here we go. Here's a lot of mistakes. Uh, Apple's the first one. Yes. What does the Apple logo look like? Are you asking me? No, I am asking you. Oh, sorry. It's, it's an apple with a bite out of it. Out of a bite out of it. Yeah. Okay. So here is, that's the logo, yes. with the bite out of it. Uh, some people just drew an apple, mm. uh, drew a green apple too, uh, a rainbow apple that looks like a mouse. It does, doesn't it? Uh, most of those people, more accurate, 
less accurate. I don't know how that scale works. Yeah, a lot of the bite on the other side. Ah, that's true. Yeah. Ah, whatever that. This is extremely visual. Yeah. Uh, so, twenty uh, percent of people got that logo right. Wow, it's such an iconic brand. You'd think it would be more. You would think so. Uh, so Adidas. The Adidas logo. Adidas is. It's, it says Adidas. Adidas. It says Adidas. And it has the, the, the three stripes on it. You're right. Adidas with the rectangle. Yeah, rectangles. That's right, yeah. Uh, some people are do shoes. So it's uh, 12% got near perfect on that one. Wow. Uh, the revolution of the Adidas. Burger King. So here we go. Yes. Does it have a crown? No, because I saw a sneaky peek of it. <laughs> in the video? No, it's like uh, Burger King inside the words. Burger yeah. King inside like buns. Possibly? Yes. Mm. Uh, kind of. But you've got the little C thing. Yes, yeah. Like, uh, a swishy blue ring. This, the blue. Ooh, the three quarter blue ring. Yeah. The, uh, the open blue ring. People did the, like, the HJ design? Which. That's kind of the Hungry Jacks one. Yeah, Hungry Jacks is our Burger King. Knockoff. It's yeah. a knockoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a knockoff. That's 18% got nearly perfect on that one. Wow. Uh, Domino's. Real quick, we'll do a couple more here. Domino's. We have Domino's. Right. We have Domino's, but is it the same logo? Uh, well, it's a Domino, isn't it? It's like blue and a red Domino. And it's a... Is it a 1-1? One, one? Oh, I thought it was like a 3-2. Oh. I think it's a one one. I think one square's blue and one's red. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and it says Domino's, but yeah. it's it's a it's a one two. A one two. Oh. Sixteen percent. Footlocker. Oh. <laughs> hey Dale, what's Footlocker? <laughs> I wouldn't even know what the Footlocker logo is. I would have thought it was like a shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll do one more. Eight percent got that one. Starbucks. Starbucks, which is the lady. Yeah, well, I could have told you that. I am basic. Six percent got the per nearly the perfect drawing because that would be hard to remember. Well, it's hard to draw. It's a lot of negative space. Yeah. Um, but everyone knows Starbucks. It's it's green and white. It's green and white, much like the show. Uh, as we continue. <laughs> What? 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 <laughs> uh, as we continue here on the Genetic Live Show for our Sunday, it's Dale Campbell here with you. Marriage equality. Yes. We are we are horning in on the all important date of the the marriage equality postal survey. Yay! Yay! Very enthused. Oh. As we continue here on the Jack Live Show with Dale and Maddie, very special guest Maddie, because I know you love that all so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten o two. Yeah. 